Collins is next. Good to go again. Yeah, I'm, I'm all set. I'm loving it. McDonald's. McDonald. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Respect. What's poppin'? Respect. Uh, just, just letting the viewers know, we did a really, like, funny intro. Yeah. And then Audacity crashed, so that's lost to time. Uh but it was so funny it was really we were we were it was we were busting a gut over here uh yeah we were like what if what if ozzy osbourne was from the deep south and he drove around in an airboat and he talked i I think it would sound a little something unfortunately with that audio has been lost forever so um instead what we're gonna have to talk about which we didn't before what what if instead of a bat he ate a big po' boy sandwich uh is how good the the weed was back in the 60s and 70s yeah yeah that's kind of what our where our thread was um and and you made you made a very uh interesting point about a movie we've seen recently yeah a cromulent point that uh ozzy osbourne was apparently inspired to become a musician by hearing the beatles song she loves you Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there would be no Black Sabbath in the world of yesterday, not 2019. Which, again, see, that's another thing about to, to keep talking about yesterday for, you know, three months after we, we, we watched it. it. It's not like it, it, it exists in this world where if something disappears, everything else just kind of proceeds exactly as it should. Right. You know, and Black Sabbath is like the band that everyone was like, oh, there's a genre called metal now. So, right. like, if they didn't exist... Me- like metal music as we know it would not also exist in this world but also in that world only one musician exists so so that's okay so so there has always been music i know that i know that the cavemen were were you know hitting hitting the walls well the jury's still out like on that. that one but yeah but we've had music for between 50 and 2 billion years yeah 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 but so was black sabbath really the f- what did they do first like was it just the they weren't the first ones to sing about weed. Was it just the first ones to sort of like crouch down in crab stance when you play a guitar? They made the guitar sound really scary. Was it, it seems like maybe the first scary music. Yeah, I think so. It's the first music that could be described as evil, probably. Right. Every, yeah, I know it, if Black Sabbath, if they went down in the Buddy Holly plane, like every church in the world would be celebrating. It would be the day that the music came back to life. <laughs> the day the music was resurrected. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's something that always you know like when when Elvis was up there singing about the color of his fucking shoes and people were uh-huh. losing, losing their minds, like that's like that's bullshit. Come on now, he he's sealing he's singing a song he stole from someone else about the color of their shoes. Why are right. you freaking out about this? Uh, this this if this came out in like when they debuted in like nineteen sixty nine or nineteen seventy or whatever, I could see people being like, this shit is evil. like oh sure this is scary (laughs) oh yeah i would be very scared of listening to this when i was 13 in the 70s and i went to church three times a week exactly which is funny because ozzy osbourne is a confirmed christian christ follower believer person yeah he's just just, it's just cool to make your guitar sound evil sometimes yeah that's the problem i don't see what the deal is what's up everybody it's a religion it's it's a relationship not a religion Mm -hmm. now Check out what I'm going to do to this living animal. Check yeah, it out. As a joke. As Come a joke. Mm. What would you do? Uh, You know, a thing... So we're, we're talking about Black Sabbath. Master... Master of... of ceremonies. <laughs> master of puppets today. Master of reality. <laughs> um, appetite for reality. Appetite for reality. 
and like I totally lost. I I looked at the cover and thought it was really cool, and I totally lost. My it's cool. Uh, there's there's a lot of different versions. I was really scared when I was picking the questions post. I didn't want to get make anybody mad by picking the one with the wrong color scheme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I remembered where I was going with this. Uh, in in like hearing this before and thinking like, damn, that sounds cool. And then you know the thing that always happens when we go back and we read what the artists have said about the track. Oh sure. And that makes it like way less cool than whatever the common interpretation was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good going back to these because then you'll they'll be like, what have the artists said about Into the Void? And it's just Ozzy being like, I don't remember what this is about. It's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh-huh. I was in Goldmember. Yeah, you were, man. Y- you were. You were there. We that was awesome. You. I loved you in it. <laughs> it was so funny. He says boobs. Um, well, Bricks, what did you think of this album? I thought it was, I, I'm glad to have, to have listened to it mm-hmm. because now I know what metal is. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 the two metal albums we done is this one and Ghost, which is not metal. Right. Uh, and this is also, this is also, I believe our second album, uh, fronted by a WWE Hall of Famer, which is cool. Oh, who's, uh, who is the other? Would you care to Macho Man Randy Savage, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Yeah, that is I think that's the, I'm looking over our topsters and I, I don't think Nick Cave is in there. No. I don't think Twice is in there, unfortunately. Marina and all the diamonds weren't inducted in like 2018 right. or something. Uh, yeah. What was Ozzy's match that like got him in the Hall of Fame? Like, uh, he... he was inducted in the Celebrity Ring in 2021, which we all remember. We watched that WrestleMania, mm. notably for his appearance at WrestleMania 2 in 1986, when he and Captain Lou Albano managed the British Bulldogs and their tag team championship win over Greg Va- the Hammer Valentine and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So he managed one match and was immediately granted. Yeah, I think you know passage. it was it was it was COVID times, and it was like we need well, Andy yeah. Kaufman died, so we can't do that. Let's do Ozzy Osbourne before mm-hmm. before they tap him for Austin Powers four, and he gets busy. Exactly. Uh, do you want to talk talk about the album? Yeah, I just think it's isn't it weird how the Osbournes were such a cultural touchstone for yeah. when you and I were small. And now it's, I feel like if you're listening to this and you're, I don't know, mm-hmm. under 23 years old, number one, go go to school. Don't listen to this. Yeah. You but have also, no... like, you, when you hear Ozzy Osbourne, you think of Black Sabbath again. You think of Crazy Which drinks. was not the case for me and many of my cohort growing up. There was, they and they were sort of the masters of reality television, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you think about you it. You were a big fan of Osbourne show. Yeah. And you watched it, like, a lot. Oh, yeah. Were you ever a fan of? Ozzy Osbourne and or Black Sabbath. No. No? No. You didn't get into it. Did Kim ever... Did Kim ever watch Hogan Knows Best? Did you ever watch Hogan Knows Best? Yes. All the time. So you were a fan of Hulk Hogan? Yes. And his family and his issues? Yes. Okay. Uh, Wow. I wasn't a fan of him, I was a fan of the show. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the ice cream truck is hovering over Kim's head. What? Is ours named Brooke? Probably. I figured of all people to ask, you would know that. So. Oh, good thing I have the World Wide Web open. Yeah. All right, Kim's do- producers doing some research on the air about... The, on Brooke Knows Hulk- Best. The Hulkster's family. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Which did you prefer? Osborne or Hulk-, Hulk Hogan? Uh, Osborne. Yeah. Ozzy was better on camera? He's just more, like, drama, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, was Ozzy gonna slur his speech today? Probably. Probably, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was fun. 
Okay. It was fun. The official review. It was kooky. It was kooky and silly and wacky. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Yes, and now there is literally like unless you watch e- either of those shows, there is no recorded footage of ever uh, any of them either ever airing. So yeah, I feel like in five years there's a possibility that young people won't know who Hulk Hogan is. That's really great. I hope we live in that world. I feel like I feel like he's really. I went to Hogan Beach Shop last week. Um, I went to Orlando and I passed it and I said that would be funny and I went in there and it it was really just it was it was like humidity but for racism you could just feel it all mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also everything was expensive and I didn't buy anything yeah okay and uh, but from- there were there were there were some cool like signed pictures of Hogan in like New Japan back in the nineties. And it was like have he was fighting ever, fucking giant Baba or whatever. Have you ever seen the people that are like, oh, you gotta watch Hulk Hogan's New Japan matches. He really, like, he's really working in them. And then you do, and he just, like, does a drop toehold. He does a somersault. And that's it. Yeah, like, that's the only difference between yeah. the normal Hogan moveset. It's like, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, first track on here, Anyways. we have Sweet Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. Hey, t- hey, <laughs> me when my lead singer passes me a huge Kush Blount in the studio. Like, uh-huh. There's only one thing I can do. Yeah, I'm listening to Dilla with a with a hip hop style uh Mike's hip hop style girlfriends who smoke weed. Oh, is the is the recording device that we use on? Well, I hope not, because I'm gonna take one hit of this booty shit and just cough my entire lungs uh-huh. Um, the song subject is cannabis, which the band was frequently using at the time. The title of the song was taken from a, pa- a packet of Irish cigarettes that says, It's the sweet leaf. It's the okay. sweet leaf! Exclamation point. <laughs> Thank you so much. Billy Corgan has cited the significance of Sweet Leaf as an influence on the Smashing Pumpkins, noting when he first heard the song from his uncle's copy of Master of Reality when he was eight years old, he thought, this is what God sounds like. So again, we have, remember, we have this thread, no Beatles, no Black Sabbath, no Billy's Corgans, no NWA wrestling. Nobody, yeah, Tyrus never won the NWA title. I know, do you see the sad reality we live in? Also, like, I don't think... I far be it for me to ever accuse a wrestling promoter of being uh, a liar. Mm-hmm. I don't think you thought that when you were eight, Billy. I don't no. think when I was eight, I still thought Cosmo and Wanda were real. That's that's it's, he's doing the thing that you do when you meet Roman Reigns and say he's your favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, hey, Billy, yeah, he must have been you... at the airport and Ozzy Osbourne was right there. And he was like, <laughs> I've I've always loved the song. Siri, show me uh, Sweet Leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh. I, I gotta say, coming you you if you're starting up starting up with some guy coughing from his huge weed blount, like that's a lot of ground to cover to get me in like the good graces for the rest oh, sure. for the rest of the if not the album the whole the whole if not the song the whole album. But then we come in with a all right now, and I'm like, all right, I'm back in. <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I got to like the riffs in the interlude, I was like, okay, yeah, this probably would have killed me in 1971. Yeah, definitely. Um, and this, so this is, they, they do a little trick here because it's a guy coughing and you're like, oh, is he coughing because he's singing about like his honey and his sweetie baby who he's in love with? Uh, no. Right. That's one of the only two things you can sing about in 1971. So I don't know which one it is. Yeah. No, it's about, um, about smoking a, the worst joint of all time. <laughs> uh, you know, our, our common, our common thing of like every song is about weed unless it's about weed on Genius. Yes. Uh, someone in, in the second verse where he's saying, you know, my life was empty and until I, I found the leaf and I smoked it and now I'm I'm smoking so much shit that I've gone deaf or whatever. Uh, right. Cool Doggo 16 says he was, yeah, sad, was me. he was sad before he used cannabis, but now he feels amazing. <laughs> right. All right now. <laughs> All right now. Yeah, I'm feeling better. 
Uh, um, I also, so in verse one, he says, he's talking about weed. Um, and he says, uh, you introduced me to my mind and left me wanting you and your kind. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right now. Yeah. Um, I'm learning from genius that, uh, let's see, um, <laughs> user Kazakhstan, uh, and Mr. <laughs> Pepper and some other ones, uh, have, uh, have let me know that kind is also a wordplay on kine. K-I-N-E. Yes. Which is slang for hydroponically grown high quality indica strains. I've never heard that in my life. Is that what everybody's been saying this whole time? So here's the thing. I like when they say that kind bud, they're I, not saying kind? I think they are saying kind, right? And also, I don't think, again, I, I'm not, you know, I haven't been subscribed to Weed Joint Magazine for my entire life. I don't know this. But I feel like in 1970, they didn't have state-of-the-art hydroponic weed growing facilities and they didn't they didn't even have nicknames for it yet no they called they they called it marijuana and cannabis right yeah they called it marijuana with an h like they didn't know i hate that shit the shit that we're getting into now yeah sweet leaf was the first time where they were like what if we tried a third thing to call it and and you know what and even that was taken from a pack of cigarettes it's not even right (laughs) yeah yeah, original original idea irish cigarettes (laughs) Mm -hmm. um did you also uh, know that the the outro riff was used by the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their hit song "Give It Away"? Oh, was it? So I guess. So also, if you think about it, mm-hmm. you know, "Give It Away" and "Under the Bridge" were like their two big hits that got them in the mainstream. So they probably still would have existed without the Beatles, mm-hmm. but they probably wouldn't have ever been heard by you or me, which is very sad. To think exactly. About. They they would have been you know playing those those little clubs in Liverpool or whatever. And no one would have. Yeah, they'd be over in Liverpool singing like sloppy California. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I do want to mention something later on in the song, where he says, "Come on, try it out now." Uh, try me out, to, baby. All right. Oh yeah. To which uh, Finn Wilson on uh, Genius says, "Hoss really wants us to try it out." Um, so that's good. Yeah, sure. Uh, straight people don't know what you're about, so. You yeah, have, he's you have either... to be gay to enjoy the marijuana yeah. cigarette. At the very least, he's coming out as anti-straight edge, which I didn't really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, then then you listen to the rest of the song and you said, oh, this this website. Yeah, I was like, the the central message of your next song had better be one that's more up, right up my alley or else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, before we move on, I want to get this quote from uh, Tony Iommi, who, if you didn't know, cut off all of Thank his you fingers. for saying his full name first so I know how to say it. Who Thank cut you. off all the fingers on his hands and still played guitar. Um, oh, cool. He It was like he cut off like the tips of two of his fingers when he was like a child laborer in the fucking like metal factory or whatever. Uh, so that's sure. Cool. Uh, he said, uh, we were going, what could we write about? I took out a cigarette packet and as it's got on the lid, the sweetest leaf you can buy. I was like, ah, sweet leaf. <laughs> Every song is just Dewey Cox, like stumbling into a title for it based uh-huh. on whatever was happening around him. So that's cool. I don't know, Tommy Ayami. I think I do want some of that shit. <laughs> you don't want no part of this shit, Geezer Butler. <laughs> uh, all right. So next we have After Forever, and this one it's like if if that last if that last song was like a lot for you, and you're like I don't I can't appreciate this s- style of smoking weed with your bandmates and having three girlfriends or whatever, then you you know check out this one, which is What If God Was There. So. You know, think about that. Yeah, it's what if God was one of us, the song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So uh, bassist Geezer Butler was tired of being called a Satanist. So he, who is a Christian, wrote this pro-Christianity song. The lyrics are about being open-minded and at least considering the possibility of a God existing. I mean, I don't know my my <laughs> my shirt that says uh, we have songs called like the Darkness Lord of the, of of the Underworld on it is is giving me a lot of questions about my right but it's like persona 5 is still a deeply christian text even though there's a lot of demons and ghouls in it yeah because you kill them like you you, exactly use holy magic to send them back to whence they came yeah what's what's cooler than like running your blade through you know belphegor Mm -hmm. on the toilet nothing yeah nothing's better what's what's better than using light magic and killing him instantly not much yeah would you Mm -hmm. go with me to rock the universe if Black Sabbath was playing in between, like, David Crowder Band and Jars of Clay. Well, is it, is it like, Black Sabbath now? Or, like, we could, we could like, turn back time and get, like, 1972 Black Sabbath or something? First, I... 2023 Black Sabbath. Uh, probably not, if I'm being honest with but you. But, like, if you were already in town, you know, you were visiting you Papa C or something like that, and then also stepping out of a portal was... was Osmond and his and his family in Black Sabbath and they can't they all came out and they they said we're gonna sing any eight songs that you want yeah I'd probably but also do you do have to stick around for Family Force Five and listen to them play Cray Button uh, all right but then after that we can go ride Men in Black Alien Attack okay now we're getting somewhere <laughs> yeah we can go to Minion Land I can't wait to see all my favorite evil villains there yeah it's a it's a fun ride man you're gonna love it I, I yeah I can't wait I'm looking forward to it. Um, th- this one is like, hey, have you read the Bible? I don't think so. I have. It's, I've, I've solved Pascal's wager. I'm simply not afraid of dying because I know that I'll go to Christian when I die. So think about it. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was just, I was scrolling through the lyrics and it says, when you think about death, do you lose your breath or do you keep your cool? And then the next line says, would you like to see the Pope on the end of a rope? Don't say that. But I thought, like just scrolling through, I thought he was talking about how cool the Pope was. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, there's no, no one's better than this guy. Right. Does the thought of the Pope make you want to blast ropes? Specific- Do you think he's a fool? <laughs> yeah, not o- not only, look, I'm I'm here as the representative, me, Geezer Butler, from Black Sabbath, saying not only is it good to be a Christian and have your faith be f- uh, first and foremost in, in your life, you also have to be Catholic. Like, Yeah, he's taking a very hard line anti-hanging the Pope stance. I know, which, you know, some, some denominations may have may have some issues with. But, right. You know. Which is, it is. He's, a, he's starting I'm, a dialogue. I'm glad to not live in the world of 1971 mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad there's not any like neo reactionary movements happening right now. But yeah, yeah. because like, it's, I would be very frustrated if I was like a, a, a child of the dark in, in, in 1971. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I was like outside of the outlet mall watching like, the goth kids skateboard on like just planks of two by four wood, mm. which I assume is what goth kids were doing at the time. Yeah. Because like this was very controversial because of the line, would you like to see the Pope on the end of a rope? And it's, it's not, it's very clearly textually being like, let's not do that. Yes. Let's venerate the Pope. Mm. Uh, but, but like all of the, all of the proto tipper gores out there were like, we have to kill Black Sabbath. But this is, it's like, this is literally still the thing that happens where it's like the tweet that says you can say you like waffles and someone else will come out and say, like, oh, you don't like pancakes. Like, that's right. exactly yeah. what this is, where it's, it's like the human condition. Yeah. If you, if you list, read the fucking uh, lyrics and listen to the song and then you'd understand, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we still have if they had, if they had camp, called so. their band White Sabbath. I don't think they would have any problems. Exactly. If it, nice Sabbath is what. Nice Sabbath. <laughs> 
<laughs> is what we're going with. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh I do I do like the uh the the in the bridge when he's talking about like are you are you so scared to say that like you're a Christian because you're so constantly persecuted in life every day. Yeah, they're inventing Jesus walks in mm-hmm. their own sort of way. Exactly. Um so yeah, hey, they say hey you guys. can chug about anything except for Jesus. Me, me, and me and all of my boys skateboarding on a single plank of wood with one like little marble under it because that was all they had uh-huh. at the time. Being like, hey guys, I got something to tell you. I read the Bible, and I'm just being like, what the fuck is wrong? What with the you? fuck? What the fuck, mate? Take his Zonai skateboard away from him. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I'm blessed. I attach a fan to my back and fly away because my uh-huh. boys aren't cool with me anymore. Yeah. Uh, Getting my ass stomped out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is cool that when Ozzy says, like, you specifically, the listener of the song, crucified Jesus Christ. Um, it's cool yeah, I didn't think I did that. I, from but... what I remember, I was not around. Like, that that didn't happen. But it's like, there. you know, you really don't remember that much from when you were really little. If I was there, things would have gone differently. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's cool that, that, that Geezer got his, like, what if Jesus were real song on here. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What have artists said about the song? A lot of it was about the situation in Northern Ireland at the time. That's how you know. That's when I, like, lean forward in my chair and, like, tent my fingers and get ready to read. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I guess I was naive in thinking that religion shouldn't be fought over. I always felt God and Jesus wanted us to love each other. It was just a bad time in Northern Ireland, sending bombs off in England and such. Okay, so, sure. which, so which side are you on, man? You gotta pick yeah, one. Yeah, I've heard of- yeah, I just want everybody to get out there and have a war. What? <laughs> That's, I don't think I've ever heard a musician frame it that way, where it's yeah. like, I do think that it's worth fighting and dying for a religion. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought if God could see us killing each other in his name, kill it in the name of, he'd be disgusted. Yeah. So, um, but, Something to think about. But, you know, he's like, but you got to say both sides went out there and they like, they really computed. And they yeah, let's have a good clean war. Exactly. Uh, next we have Embryo. Which I see, I see a song called "Embryo" on here, and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be about like a demon child." Like, yeah, it's going to be an eight minute song where it's going to be just chuggy riffs, and then like a demon voice will be saying like, "It is becoming." Yeah, like he is born. Yeah, he's he's slouching towards Bethlehem, isn't he? But instead, it's just kind of like a weird, a weird riff for like it's, 25 seconds. Hey, hey, can you write a song? I've already done the other seven songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. Can I have like one eighth of the album sales? Sure. Okay. This <laughs> one's called Embryo and it scales and that's it. It is cool that we basically have like six songs on here, you know, like, yeah, remember we, we were always on here talking about if you, if you're a pop musician and you don't got 12 hits, just throw eight on there. And, and call sure. it something different. That's exactly Black Sabbath has six full call songs. Zone by Jihyo, and it'll be it'll be great. And then, and then they made one of the most you know monumental like appreciated albums of all time. So just something to think about. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's hard to go back to today because you can really tell that this would have been a skit if skits had been invented. Oh back yeah, then. for sure. Like this, if they like had, someone if they, would have been if they, doing if they the... did if they did Black Sabbath Master of Reality Ozzy's version, yeah, like this would be like it would be a skit where it's like no Ozzy, you can't go out there and beat Justin Bieber's ass on stage. I, th- I think, oh, I think gonna, I'm think I'm gonna. I think and I'm then there's like it. punching sound effects, and it's, it's called, like that's that's for what you did to music. It's called Embryo because uh, you know Justin Bieber had famously had the hit song Baby featuring Ludacris. Uh, right, so yeah. It's, so it's like this is Oh, so you can't go out there. Ludacris' fists are too big. His, 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 he's got a 
Bro, if Ludafist Ludif- tells me about his first love one more time, I'm going to fucking lose it. So uh-huh. I can't hear this shit right now. He's going to move you out the way, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. Uh, after so that's that, what that song's about. We have Children of the Grave, which fucking this whips ass. This one's good. <laughs> so this good. One's good. Uh, Iron, Iron Maiden hearing this song, be like, write that down, write that down, write that down. Yeah, I was, they're one of the pioneers of the, quote, galloping metal, which like, was later developed and popularized by bands such as Iron Maiden. Interesting. If, if you if you have a, have, a, have a song where any part of it goes, it's like, that's a hit. You got it right there. It could be yeah, just most a five-second clip. Yeah, have that. More, more yeah, more uh, songs need Iron Maiden's bassist on it. Uh, yeah, sure. And when you try to play it, and he, the, everyone's like, he only plays it with, with two fingers. And you're like, no, you have to use three fingers to play something like that. And it's hard either way. Um, that's not something I've ever, like, experienced. But I've heard about that before. Right. From people who Did you hear what Ozzy said about it? That he doesn't remember what it's about? Basically, he said, <laughs> that's a happy song. My interpretation oh. of it is that in every generation, there's a new revolu- there's a new revolution. Every mm-hmm. generation hates something about the current generation. It was our punk song, if you like. Oh, if I like. Thank you, Ozzy. Isn't it just about everyone dying in, like, a nuclear holocaust? Yeah, I also invented <laughs> punk, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, I did the uh, the straight person thing where I said he mentions uh, nuclear explosions and said this is bad. But no, it's like, what if it was good? You know? Right. Did you think about that? I don't think you ever considered that aspect of it. <laughs> it is. It's it's nobody in Black Sabbath's fault, but it is sort of... It, anytime I we go back and listen to a song from Vampire Times, it is a bit, like... It's it's like wow, this is a cool like anti nuclear war. It's like you know, it's it's the fight song of mm. of a past mm. generation. Mm-hmm. And just to think of like everybody who like when I drive on the interstate and like I pass a boat dealership, I'm like, you were listening to the song and like headbanging to it back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh oh oh, I just got a really cool picture. This album was created in the time of the Cold War. Did you know that? I Cold- no, I had no idea. No. Cold War Cold War started in 1947 and lasted until 1991. Album Master oh of Reality God. was released in 1971. Ozzy must have been so sad when that war ended. I know. What are we going to talk about now? Thank you, thank you, genius user Rigor Mortis. Uh, that's wow. That's a, that's a strong one to grab. Accepted by Ewok A B Devito. So <laughs> all the all the you know all the heads uh-huh. are, are coming. Up. All the yeah. The it's important to stand there. next to your uglier friend so you exactly. look cooler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this this song's about when the children, the child soldiers, have, like, a cool march that they do, and they're playing, like, drums and fifes and stuff. Well, they say, I don't want uh, a bomb on me. That's something to think about. That's what yeah. they're fighting for. So. And it's really, it, this, is, this isn't even, like, a sincere criticism, but it's just something that I kept thinking about listening to this. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I was listening to verse three, and it's, you know, the children of the world, listen to what I say. If you mm-hmm. want a better place to live in, spread the word today. You must be brave. You know, all that, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's functionally just you know it's the, it's the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial you know like it really it's, it's is, just sort yeah. of like go out there you know again I don't I don't expect Black Sabbath 1971 to like you know write Settlers or whatever mm-hmm. but like you know you could you know you're gonna go to YouTube and it's a zillion boomers on there being like songs used to be about shit yeah uh huh and it's like I'm sure I'm sure Ariana Grande has a song called like Kiss Away the Bullets that talks about the same thing. I was also going to mention, I feel like there's been a, a severe downturn in, in musicians directly addressing children to, like, do things or be the inspiration or believing that they're the future and so on. Yeah, like, a, just, a, a couple kids try to kill Jodie Foster or whatever, and then yeah, they really put a stop to that. Exactly. We can't we can't mention children of the world anymore in any light that we can frame them in. It's just, we can't allow that to happen. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
don't know, just something I noticed about how music isn't the same as it was back when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You listen to Coco Melon today, and it's mostly directed at adults. Exactly, yeah. When Black Eyed Peas said, let's get it started, they're not saying kids, get it jumping. You know, uh-huh. they're only... I said, Black Eyed Peas, if there's one thing I'd like you to change about that song, it's uh, specifically the stuff about uh, not being directed at kids. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one issue. I could make one little punch up. <laughs> if I, if I could change if I could change one of the rhymes on there, it would be uh-huh. uh, directly address five year olds and tell them that they, too, can get it started in here. Yes. Mm-hmm. When did that song come out? What year do you think that song came I out? I feel like it was too late to do that. Let's see. Was it? It must have been. I'm going to say 2002. I, I really hope so. Not that it was even good then. No. 2003. And then uh, everyone was kind of fine with that. I'm, I'm on the page right now. And yeah, there, me too. And there isn't even a controversy section on here. Like, it's just, this is just what we're going with. I guess you could you could do whatever you want, like, within, like, two years after 9-11. Yeah, probably. You could call your album Ella Funk, and everyone was okay with that. Yeah, which again is not the main issue that I have with the uh you know right the main thing is that there's there's no like directive for what kids should do with their lives mm-hmm. you know? yeah exactly that's the main problem mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway uh you want to check that's in a... with the Patreon yeah it's a cool... do you know all do you know all the members of Black Eyed Peas I know William okay and Ferg Fergie Ferg yes Fergie is now listed as a past wait member. wait wait Fergie uh oh Apple the app can't forget Apple, Apple, Apple the, the app. app that was the one I was waiting for. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, um, I know there's a, there's a song, uh, from Will I Am where he says, Fergie Ferg, Apple the App, and then my homie something, and that's the other guy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. Uh, his name is Taboo. Can you go to the Wikipedia ah. page for Black Eyed Peas member Taboo and look at the photo of him that's on there? Yeah, Taboo, Black Eyed Peas. Because you know he put this, he, he chose this one to put it on Taboo there. Taboo Rapper. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's doing, like, the Michael Bluth prayer hands. <laughs> yeah. That's cool for him. <laughs> yeah, Taboo's kind of my bias in the Black Eyed Peas. So, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also known as Bobby Greentoes. That's cool. That's pretty good. Or yeah, Jim Lewis Angryfoot. 48 years old. These motherfuckers are ancient. Let's get them out of here. Yeah. They well, should put out a song called Children of the Grave. They should do that in their next on their next album. Yeah. I did like that, like, Ozzy and Tommy, they knew that they had a good phrase. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like they, they sort of for their, what should we do for the outro? Just like just, let's just whisper it repeatedly so people remember how cool of a people phrase. People remember this what is. song it is. Yeah, and that's what the, the song is about. What if you came up with a cool phrase? Uh, Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones. If you like, you can donate to us. Uh, One dollar a month gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I did with Brooks. That's about Metal Gears and snakes and, and bosses and, and so on. Uh, Carry Me Home that I yeah, did with hello. him. That's about Jim Carrey movies. What's the best Jim Carrey movie? Funny season one part two. Funny season one part two. Yes. Yeah. Which you can no longer watch anywhere. Correct. Wiped from the histories. Uh. So if you missed that, too bad. Fuck you. Uh. We're also doing three star special. That's about where we try to find the most average three star movies of all time. What are we watching next, Kim? Minions two. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pick. Uh. Was it Practical Magic? Yeah. Which we we have seen and viewed already right yes uh, so that that's coming soon um five dollars gets you all that plus you can request albums for us to talk about a fun point like we're doing like right this. now and you get shout outs at the end of episodes ten dollars gets you all that plus especially you just add us in the discord and we'll create a fire pro wrestling monster ozzy's got to be on there 
Oh, like, sure. Ozzy's on there for sure in various outfits and stuff. Yeah. So if you want, if there was if there was a shop or, or an online uh, creator creations like in the GameCube era, there would be so many Osborne family tag teams. Oh yeah, for sure. It's kind of amazing that that isn't like in one of those era wrestling games. It like built in like as a stable. I'm surprised. I. It feels true that Ozzy Osbourne was like one of the secret skaters in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three, mm-hmm. like where you could you could play as like Wolverine and Shrek. It feels wrong that Ozzy wouldn't be one of them. They did they did the thing that like Soul Calibur did, where if you got like the GameCube version, Link was in it, but if uh-huh. you got the PS2 version, you got Ozzy. But if you got the Xbox version, you got Dio in it, Ronnie James Dio. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the, probably picking up that one. I'm probably. I mean, I mean, Ozzy, respect, respect Ozzy, right? You know, yeah, sure, great shit, pioneer. But Dio got the Dio, Dio got the pipes. You know, oh, we're talking about Ronnie James. We're Dio. talking about okay. Ronnie James Dio or Dio Dio Brando's in the PC version. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll probably so, yeah get that one. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna um, hit the rainbow in the dark. You're hitting the re instead for your special. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm 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 seeing what uh what people are using his his PC uh, assets to to make. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some cool, some cool videos to oh, watch yeah, with Dio in it. That of Dio doing cool maneuvers you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, him <laughs> hitting the pumping bomber. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Postgame Thrones. Thank you. Do you think? Do you think uh, Ozzy Osbourne and the woman who hosted The Weakest Link like ever thought that their fame would would ever decrease in the early 2000s? I I don't know that woman's name but she was at, at some point was the most famous person in the world she was until 9-11 happened mm-hmm. she was the most she was the biggest news event like every monday night where it was mm-hmm. like did you see what the shrill woman did to that contestant she killed him he let's, died let, because he see. didn't bank his money i'm doing my uh years years this is what it says on wikipedia week is like 2000 to present the weakest link uh, I, is still... I, I hope this very old white British woman isn't problematic in some way. Let's see. Anne Robinson. All right. I'm on here. Scrolling down. Career. Personal life. Uh... I'm not seeing a controversy section. No. Let's go. A vocal supporter of fox hunting. Do we like... We probably don't like fox no, hunting. No, we don't. That's... that's you, you have to be, like, part of the royal family to be like, I'm not only, like, neutral on fox hunting. I support it. Like, you are related to the queen in some way. So... In an interview with Radio Times in September 2000, Robinson asked what her first act as world leader would be, replying, I'd ho- I'd lock up all the hunt saboteurs because they're destructive. They're campaigning about something of which they know nothing. That one issue, one issue, politician. That's all you gotta know about me. Of all the issues in the world... Wh- what year was this? When did 2000. This in the year 2000. <laughs> My biggest issue is they're not letting us hunt foxes enough. So, yeah. you know. Oh, she said some shit about Harvey Weinstein. Nope, I'm not I'm not rocking with her anymore. No, okay. All right. I I'm only watching the episode of Weakest Link where like Kane was on it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, "Wow, Kane, you're you're really smart because you know like, you know, wh- who fought in the War of 1812. I hope you never become like a noxious political force." Uh, Robinson was accused of victim blaming on social media. That's how we'll sum that up. Yeah, I did that. I forgot that I did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I guess I'm good. Are you ready? <laughs> ready? Okay. Ready? <laughs> Sounds like she was the weakest link. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Kim, did you watch The Weakest Link? Of course I did. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, I never watched it. I did. Like, what? Is it because they, they, it was like a quiz show, right? 
Yeah, yeah and you'd, you'd, you'd vote off the person who was the weakest link. But, or could you, could you be like, this person's really good, so I want to vote them off. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. I, I could have gotten gotten into the show then, mm-hmm. and I never watched it. Because I was like, this is, the was... Most, this is the most famous show in the world, so I can't watch it, like, on principle. Yeah. Yeah. It's bef- and t- before, like, President Obama made game shows illegal, we really had it all. We there really was, had some it, great game shows. There was, like, a real renaissance of game shows in, like, the early 2000s. That was just I would just, I would delightful. get home from school and I would turn on ABC yeah, and a sh- new show called Dog Eat Dog would be on. I'd be like, great, yeah, cool. I watched Deal or No Deal. Kim, did you watch Deal or No Deal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, did they answer questions in that show? Like, I feel like unless no, they it, just have to pick a box. I, know, I feel like unless it's trivia-based, it doesn't grab me. Didn't they just have to pick a box? Yeah, because then that just seems like you're just choosing numbers on a wall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But That is my... I do remember Kim got very excited when we passed the Deal or No Deal machine in the arcade on the Jersey Shore. That is true, that you got excited um, when we saw the Deal or No Deal machine in the arcade. I did, I did. Yeah, and then you said, I'm going to go bowling instead. <laughs> yeah. And that's smart. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because, like, I, you know, in Deal or No Deal uh, version that had Megan Queen in it mm-hmm. from England, mm-hmm. like, they at least, like, you can't you can't rig that beyond, like, what you do before the show starts. Like, there's there's items in a, in a briefcase and you can't. Yeah. You can't switch it out, like, mm-hmm. on and, and trick the contestant. Mm-hmm. When it's just it's just bits and bytes on a computer. Yeah. They can just say whatever's in there. Exactly. It can they be can anything. just lie to you and say, sorry, no ticket. Exactly. It's, it's just not going to happen. So yeah, I'll, I'll never be playing that unless it's Meet Space version. Would you like to talk about Orchid? I'd like to talk about Orchid. This is our friend Tony. He's playing a grandpa's guitar for a little bit. And it's he's like inventing a... Simon and Garfunkel's for this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's um, putting out a song that Simon's and Garfunkel's can hear and be like, wow, we should make an acoustic song. We should invent acoustic music. It, it acoustic really is life. Me, it, if if uh, the Beatles never put out uh, Blackbird, then this song never would have existed. And that really like makes you think. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there would have been no soundtrack to *The Graduate*. Very sad. Uh, our friend Tony says, "I never played acoustic that much at all. Really, I don't even remember where we did that track. To be honest, <laughs> cool. I, I think the idea on the album was to have a bit of light and shade and relax it from the heavier stuff. So, I, I if you're gonna do that, it has to be a minute and thirty-one seconds. Because I'm like, give me, give me the riffs, Tony. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Put take that grandpa's guitar. Put." Put, set it on fire, and then come back with a song called Lord of This World. I would appreciate that very yeah, much. Yeah, I think I'll listen to Lord of This World, if nobody minds. Um, Next track on here, which you just mentioned, is Lord of This World, and this is when you're like like an e- evil Satan man, mm-hmm. is what I imagine. This is, yeah, any, if you translate the Latin on, like, any of Triple H's shirts, they all basically translate to Lord of This World. Mm-hmm. Uh, this This song... Like honestly, sounds fucking evil. <laughs> like it's really. Oh yeah, cool. I was, it's really the, good. The, I know. I'm saying the word chuggy a lot this uh-huh. episode, but the the chuggy little riffs at the beginning of this like sound like your local indie wrestler, like your top heel at your local mall promotion. Mm-hmm. Like he's coming out to those chugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, something something cool. I I thought this in my mind, but didn't know until the internet told me that it was both kind of like a stylistic thing, and he had to do it because his fingers were cut in half. Is that our friend Tony like down tuned his guitar? Because then it's easier to play the strings and like bend them and stuff, but also it makes it sound more evil. So nice, kind of worked out for him on that one. Yeah, your fingers are cut off, but check this out. Yeah, and the Def Leppard guy is like, I can one up that. Yeah, check. Hey, hey, Tony, you think you're cool? Check this shit out. Um, I I do find this song very. 
I don't I don't mean this in a condescending way, but like charming in a way that like you can you can imagine headbanging to it, but it's sort of in the same way that like I would unironically be going nutty at a Beatles concert. Yeah, it, it's still it's just it's you know what it sounds music like from Vampire Time. It all sounds like simpler because I guess it's you know it's it obviously it's the basic music that everybody's been like expanding upon for seventy years. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like if you wanted to establish like you're you're doing like a high school netflix show and you want to establish a like stoner metalhead group of kids yes like this song is playing but the subtitles just say metal music playing exactly yeah exactly you know? like it's not bad it's just that like this is the thing that everything else kind of came from so it's like yeah, it's kind cool of- when beowulf falls down the hole and goes and fights grundle or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah. it's also it's just been for five thousand years we've had people be like that is really cool what if i made a story where like he uh before he goes and fights grundle like he yells really loud and his hair turns yellow and he, he goes yeah. super saiyan and then what if grundle's mom was like mad at that yeah that's kind of, that's kind of what i think would happen and, and what if the yellow-haired man had a very pretty wife who was my wife as well and and then the man bald... this, this story has everything and then and then this man his 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 most tragic trait is that he has a receding hairline but wait till you see his wife you know yeah like that's that's kind of what uh forget about it. <laughs> that, that's kind of what Lord of This World is about. Uh-huh. Is <laughs> about a, a little bald man marrying a robot. Um Yeah. So. And then loving his wife so much that he gets sucked up by a lizard man's tail. I I remember like watching that happen in Dragon Ball Z and at the time however old I was like 10 or 11 thinking like I shouldn't be watching this right now. <laughs> yeah, this seems I I should ground myself. I don't feel like this is right. Mm, this is making me feel very uncomfortable in ways that I don't understand yet. Yeah, I don't like that very much. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so that's this, what the song's about. The song's about um, when when you um you want to be evil and say say Satan is The cool, fucking so. the annotations on this is like it's brain guy word salad because mm-hmm. the whole verse the whole first verse is you're searching for your mind you don't know where to start and like fucking who's this contributor gremel mm-hmm. says oh that's who they omnis- killed <laughs> yeah gremel got killed by right before he died his last words were here the implication is there must be a separate starting point for any endeavor of the intellect like shut intellect is the essence of thought like hey, shut Gr- up grenel listen i'm going to fucking murder you okay <laughs> Just jot that I accidentally down. listened to a Black Sabbath song, and now I have to kill the next person who I, writes something that I read. Exactly, whoever the next. If I see one more goddamn genius comment, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Yeah. Uh, la, la, and then also, you know, verse two, immediately very explicitly Christian. Your world was made for you by somebody above. Mm-hmm. And like, did you explicitly not tell me going into this album how what? much how much Ozzy loves the Pope and the cross and Jesus and of, God? Of course, I was constantly talking about that. I just I, I I truly had no idea. I thought that would be something that maybe we would say ironically about the the devil album. No, or so that's the thing. I wonder if it was just like you know, like oh yeah, we just like kind of think of ourselves as like Christian or whatever because that's what we were raised as. And then they really had to lean into it because too many people saying like Beelzebub was coming to their house or whatever. Right. You know, like maybe it was like that. It's like no, trust me. I I pray every every day to the, the uh, english uh, god let me be clear i do not uh pray to beelzebub every night i mm-hmm. uh i love going uh, to church beelzebub uh, mephistopheles and the rest of them uh oh praise the one who paid my death and raised this yeah. life up from the dead Play, praise uh the dark lord uh thank you wait hang on <laughs> oh what <laughs> you know a song is good when you have none there is no uh brackets that say chorus but we get 
instrumental break, guitar solo, and another guitar solo. And they're pretty good. Uh, right? Like... Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I, is that is that geezer? Is that is that Osmond? That's Who's... Tony. That's Tony on there. That's, Tony, oh, right, that's Tony, Tony Fingers. Tony. That's right. Yeah, Tony yeah, Fingers. Yeah. And again, it's like he's not like. I, I definitely get if you heard this in 1971, you're like, no one has ever made this noise. No, it was the first pinch harmonic ever done in the history of of music. Uh, but even now, it's like, hey, this is good. Like, he's, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I learned in verse three that that's Ozzy taking the role of Satan and asking the audience if they really embrace hell and the devil after giving in to the. I I very much like their idea of the devil in mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. which like I don't maybe maybe this is what they're doing in Square Hammer Ghost as well. Maybe All Metal is doing this, but the the devil of this song is being like, oh, so you like me when like I give you fame and money and horny and everything, but when it's time to go to the land of eternal damnation, you don't want to f- fuck with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when I give you when I give you a life of, of debauchery, a debauched splendor, and like ill-gotten gains, and you're you very happy. Want, and you don't want to. But when you burn in a lake it. of fire for eternity with me, you get mad and you don't yeah. want to hang out anymore. Yeah. So now I'm the bad guy because now you have to you have to be grilled on a George Foreman grill under the earth for the next eight thousand years. Like that's my problem. Okay. I took I I you gave me your soul, so I gave you the lyrics to love me do, and mm-hmm. then at the end of it, when you die, you don't have a soul, and you go you your soul your body is destroyed in the lake of fire for eternity. Okay, so you're mad. I kill. Paul McCartney and replaced him with the fake Paul McCartney and, now, and I, I put a bunch of backwards messages in his songs in, and took his shoes off songs. so that only a few people would know and now now I'm getting shit because John Lennon is down here with me and we're sucking each other off every day like yeah, that's we're, the problem <laughs> like that's the ma- <laughs> what <laughs> that's the major issue here okay uh the anyway, devil would be Florida way sadder in the world of yesterday because you'd have nobody to 69 suck each other off in hell for exactly. eternity. So, but, well, we don't see Paul in it. So, right. you know. I don't know. Just just bringing it up. Just kind of like tossing it out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah next- and, it, and, and that's right. Welcome to hell, Paul. And in hell, you don't. You can't wear shoes, so show me those little piggies. Show me those nasty little, nasty little dogs. Show me those nasty little guys. Uh, next, we have Solitude. Um... Which I don't know if if this makes sense to you, like with me me saying this, but this is my least favorite track on the album. <laughs> yeah, I um. So this song features the multi instrumentalist talents of Sabbath guitarist Tony Yami, who mm-hmm. also plays flute and piano on the recording. So already two strikes there in terms of what I think you like. Uh-huh. Then the next sentence: the song is about being depressed and breaking up with somebody. Yeah, not kind of not what I'm going for. If, if no I'm riffs, there. no chug, death slot. Exactly. I mean. Okay, I get it. You, they said earlier, they're like, oh, we want to change the momentum and change things up a little bit. But that's why you put a 30-second thir- song of, of someone playing Grandpa. You put Embryo course. here. I know. You did that already. We don't need another six minutes of, of solitude, of you being in, like, a little a little uh, fey forest and, and thinking about, oh, me honey left me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't need to hear Ozzy be like, oh, my sweetie baby left me. Like, you either have been married to Sharon Osbourne for 100 years or you got divorced 30 years ago and I don't remember because I haven't watched the show in a long time. Uh, can I tell but, you something really cool just because it came up as one of the related songs? Something way cooler than Solitude. Sure. Uh, Black Sabbath has a song called Sabracadabra. That's cool. And it's featuring Rick Wakeman of the rock band Yes on the synthesizer. Okay. So that just so, that just got better and better as it went on. It's a great song about hummus. You like that one, Kim? Yeah. <laughs> uh. So in terms of things that I, I do like about this song, on verse three, Ozzy says, 
the world is a lonely place. You're on your own. Guess I will go home, sit down and moan, which is, mm-hmm. a, which is like, the, he's talking about honking it, which I thought was he's, pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm leaving the, the, for, the forest of solitude and, and going home. If you're talking about moaning and you're like, no, I'm talking about crying. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. That, there's one use for that word and it's, mm. it's not for crying. It's for a different sort of emission. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it's like, whatever. I'm skipping it. Sorry. Solitude. Yeah. I uh, feel great. Sorry. Yeah, Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Rips I, are back into the void. Yeah. Solitude. Fuck this. Into the void. Hell yeah, brother. Now we're talking. Yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cool thing about my research in this song is about how every single member of the band hated playing it and still decided to do it for some reason. I'd be kind of mad if I went to a Black Sabbath show at Rock the Universe and they didn't play this one. Yeah, because it's a good one. It was like uh, Ozzy couldn't sing the the, the lyrics because they were too fast, and the drummer was like, "This this drums is too hard." Uh, and and then, but they did it though. They they succeeded and talked. That about did make it. me laugh when I the, the Tommy interview where he says. Ozzy said, what the fuck? I can't sing this. But he eventually pulled it off and he's done it more than 300 times since in concert. Yeah, you little baby. The absolute <laughs> mad lad. He did it. He's, many, he sang the lyrics provided to him and sang them at a concert. How, how many times have you sang Into the Void? I don't know, like one or two? <laughs> yeah. You were like a little baby. Watch this. So this is about a man who flees from the earth in a dystopian future. Many refer to the song as a forebear of the genre known as stoner slash progressive metal. Mm-hmm. This is Deltron 1971. <laughs> An automator. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this, I one's do about, feel like, this one's about flying into space and exploding. So I do feel like if we were two years remo- removed from Moon Man, like, I'd probably be writing songs about it all the time, too. Mm, exactly. That, yeah, that, like, I always think about that is because when, when you see Moon Man and the guy who was on the moon there walking on it. Yeah. It, because it's black and white, you're like, that was, like, ancient. It wasn't, like, that long ago. It wasn't. Like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, my parents were, like, in, like, in probably, like, I think grade school when Moon Man happened. Mm. It wasn't oh, that, that would have that would have went crazy if you were in school when Moon Man happened. Oh, you know you weren't going to have to, you didn't have to go to assembly or anything for the rest of the day. You were just seeing Moon Man. That's, yeah. Every, and see, that's the thing. Now, every, every day I pray for another situation like that where there is a world event that is good. <laughs> that we can just kind of not do school for a day. And if we could it. solve Ukraine by just doing Moon Man again and bringing the world together, that would be so great. The closest thing to that was the last World Cup that was in in um, Qatar, and everyone liked it because the games were on during the day, and it, so many kids were just watching the World Cup in class. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Right. There were no <laughs> murders or car accidents that whole day. Exactly. Yeah, Argentina was playing Colombia, so like. We we were all at peace for you know three hours or whatever. Yeah, mm. were, were you were you guys rocking with Argentina or Colombia? I, I I mean I wanted I wanted Messi to win it. You know I'm not gonna lie. sure. Yeah yeah. I yeah, know yeah, he's yeah. the most famous sportsman in the world, but he never won the world. But Cup for before. a reason, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And now he he's in Miami now. So right. You know. Bienvenido a Miami. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Messi at Publix is just fucking nuts. Like <laughs> like I feel like yeah he doesn't need to be doing that. You know, uh huh. But whatever. It's who like can, it's like that old resist? that old image of the Wyatt family at Wawa. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this this song's about um when you're in like an ancient void of of stars and your spaceship explodes. Yeah, this is Ozzy time. and the lads of Black Sabbath are leaving Earth in a rocket ship, heading for the far corners of space as they are tired of and saddened by the dismal situation that has become of Earth in the early 1970s. Who among us, you know, like? I mean, but again. 
many songs like this. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Kesha ended her Rainbow Fun Point album with a song called like Spaceman about saying fuck this and leaving on a big rocket. Deltron did this. Yes. Many such cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like we touched on it at the top of the show, but I think if I've learned anything in our 129 episodes of the show and many more to come. Songs are about actually three things. There's one, loving drugs. Two, loving a girl so much it feels like a drug to love her. Mm -hmm. And three, getting on the space shuttle endeavor and going into the sun. Flying into space and exploding and dying. Doing Captain Sisko with all of your friends on a big spaceship. It's about the first time you play Outer Wilds. Like, that's the last genre of song. Yeah, I would I would trade Which like all of, all of be- my like platonic and romantic love experiences over the course of long course of my life to play Outer Wilds again for the first again time. for Let's the first time. And I was gonna say it's weird because on the soundtrack to Outer Wilds, all the songs are about smoking weed. Which yeah, which is weird. yeah, it's like I know what the campfire and campfire song. I know what you're referring to exactly. I know what I know. It's really kindling that flame, brother. If you know, yeah, if you catch my drift. So yeah, I'm smoking that shit that's sending me 2.71 million years ago. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, Black Sabbath's Master of Puppets. Um, yeah, thank you for inventing, uh, you know, A Day to Remember and all the other bands that sound exactly like Black Sabbath. The 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 domino meme where it's Black Sabbath plays Paranoid and the very top one is A Day to Remember <laughs> plays, you know, Warp Tour in, in Florida. Uh-huh. That's, that's how far we've come. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, thank you for making the Dance Fucker Dance song possible, Ozzy. <laughs> Uh, you went first last time on Slap City. Yes, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here. Hold on, let me see. Please take it away. Uh, I'm 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 kind of a, a Black Sabbath head. You know, I'm not afraid. Yeah, to sure. Admit. Um, and I'm gonna pick uh one of the songs that's called "Fairies Wear Boots." And oh, this cool. Is, this is a song where um fairies wear boots in it. Um, okay. So, what, where, is it where, like? Does it does it go? Are there chugs in it? Uh, it, it goes. It, it's like what if you went into to the mystical fae forest and a bunch of shit was going on yeah you know? oh, i i love when i'm playing dungeon man and i that and then happens. and then you go back and tell all your friends what happened in dungeon man and they say that no that didn't happen right they're like there's no way you got a, a nice role in dungeon man that's not happening exactly. they said i did i got i got a natural 20 and they said that's not possible that's not possible there's not that's there's no dice that has that many it's not that they haven't made that many numbers yet so. yeah Anyway, that's fine. And I'm like, here, here, smoke this Justin Bieber blunt, and I'll show you even bigger <laughs> numbers than six. If this was 1970, Justin Bieber would be like invited to the VIP section of the club for rolling that blunt. Like, that, yeah, <laughs> that would that would have been like, he would have been like Oppenheimer. Like, it would have been like <laughs> you've, you've, you, maybe you have destroyed the world after all with your powerful science rolling that nice blunt. You've done it. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Um, I I wanted to go with another uh another song slash band that I was um that that I that I was uh, introduced to through Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a co- I have a couple options. I feel like by the time we hit episode one thousand of Fun Point, I'll probably have put all of the songs from Guitar Hero two on. Slap I'm City. not I'm not afraid to to admit the first time I heard War Pigs was in Guitar Hero. It well yeah. So I was a. Uh, I was thinking about it, and there's there's a couple options that will be on there eventually. But I think for now, I'm going to list, I'm going to put on a song that I first heard in Guitar Hero Rocks the '80s, mm. and that would be 38 Specials Hold On Loosely. Okay, I've been listening to it a lot these <laughs> last few any, months. It's pretty good. Any reason, or you know, just kind of I just you know it it's the, the the fond memories of once a month I get to log in and sing the entire song with <laughs> with my good friends Eddie and Kim and all the listeners together at once. 
And if you'd like to do that along with us, please donate $1 at our Patreon to hear us all sing Hold On Loosely by 38 Special. Hi. Right, Kim? Yeah. You want to start us off? <laughs> okay. We'll save it. Save it for later this week. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, once a month only. Exactly. That's the only... The only I, I have set aside a ration of Hold On Loosely, and it's for whenever yeah, we uh, record that podcast. Um, anyone want right. to talk about my Sabbath on Twitter? Or, or no? Uh, I no didn't, I didn't think, no I don't think anybody, Sabbath? I don't think anybody cared my post or. The, I think, I think it was cause the tweet you posted was really scary. Yeah. And it wasn't drill. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. um, it was the classic normal train tweet. Um, mm-hmm. just thought it would be nice to switch things up. You know, but, so, you know. so we got a couple minutes. You want to riff on anything before we, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we talked about the thing is I, about the Austin Powers bit. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciated that it was like a meta thing because you know in Austin Powers the Spy Who Shagged Me you remember it's like uh, Doctor Evil's escape pod looks like a cock and balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember that? Yes, I do. And it's like it's it looks like a big and then it cuts to Woody Harrelson. And it's like Woody, Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm, and then in Gold and Goldman they do the same bit but it's with breasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it would be like uh, the escape pod. It looks like two big heaving, and then some, there's like a lady in the in a like grocery store, and it's like melons. Come get your melons. And then what's that in the sky? It looks like a huge. And then it cuts to Ozzy Osbourne and his family on top of the world, American royalty, mm-hmm. American British royalty, Ozzy Osbourne, and he says boobs. They're doing the same joke from the last bloody Austin Powers movie. Pretty and good. I remember it's a good bit, but it didn't go as long. And also, I like. I remember being in the theater at age nine and being like, that wasn't as, that was like the first time I had a discerning comedy opinion, I think. <laughs> that it wasn't as good as the first one. It wasn't. But then also there was the bit where um, Danny DeVito was playing Mini-Me and shooting a minigun at the that beginning of the real, movie. That was really And good. that was like comedy's back. We're like, we're, we're so back. We, we, um, we mentioned before playing Out of Wilds for the first time. The the other one is that is seeing like the opening of Austin Powers Gold Member for the first time. Yeah, when, seeing yeah. Kevin Spacey as Dr. Evil and being like, this will always this feel will, good to laugh is, at. This, seeing that and going, this will age perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is, I said at age uh-huh. eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, uh, yeah, anything else you want to touch on about, um, you know, eating a bat or do the other things that he Aust- did? Austin Powers. Um, no, we co- when's the new one coming out? Aren't they working on a new one? Yeah, I think the I think years. the absence of Mini Me probably will make it not happen. But yeah, it would, it would be, cool. be really funny if the writer's strike goes on for like another three years, and the only movie to come out in that time is Austin Powers Four for some reason. That, and it was and it was like an Avatar style event because people are so starved for new movies exactly. to go Austin to. Austin Powers Four, uh, Ah, Me Pengi becomes the highest grossing <laughs> film of all time. You know. Yeah, the spy who slapped me. The spy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I would, mm-hmm. I'd see that shit. Yeah, I'm not, I would see it. It'd be cool if, like, Ozzy Osbourne came back and, well, they'd have to bring back Michael Caine, who did retire, so that's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. But, like, if if uh, Ozzy Osbourne showed up and he was like, hey, it's it's uh, it's Geezer Butler, because, like, he plays an old butler in um, Christopher Nolan's Batmans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a joke that I would write in the writer's room, and they'd all be like, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Here's one billion dollars. Thank you so much. This is exactly what I needed. Oh, that, oh, dog, okay. I'm sure we, this is another thing where, like, I feel like we definitely do this exact riff every episode, mm-hmm. but the fourth one would be that Dr. Evil has gotten very rich off of Dogecoin. That's perfect. And he would yeah. be like, number two, tell me how much my bit, my my fucking Bitcoin is worth. And he would be like, well, Dr. Evil, it's worth negative one infinity dollars. Mm-hmm. 
And he'd be like, well, that doesn't seem very good at all, does it? And then Scott would show up and he would be bald because they set that up at the end of the That's third a, that movie. That was a pretty good Dr. Evil. Thanks. I can, tell, I, can tell you, up, I can tell you don't practice and it just comes to you naturally. Yeah, I'm just, it's one of my, one of my things. Are mm. you, what, are you doing Austin Powers for Halloween this year or are you saving that for another? I don't know. I feel, I don't want to reach into the same well too many times. You know, I feel, yeah, because I know, also, I know you, you and Kim have done the like Mike and Elizabeth from the first one. You've done Foxy yeah. Cleopatra and Austin. I know, and, but it's like you don't want to, you don't want to get stale. But also, at a certain point, people expect you to kind of like you know. And I hate that something. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, we gotta, I'm trying to get all my mom. friends to 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 like do a big group Osborne's family uh mm. like group costume, mm-hmm. but all of them are like 27 years old, so they're like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's, that's and it's like, well, rough. okay, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just put on fucking blue overalls and a yellow T-shirt. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll just do this again, banana. <laughs> banana. Banana. Uh, thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier audience, as they call thank it. Thank you. That's like uh, calling calling the patrons audience is like when they try when WWE tries to get you to say premium live event. Like I know what it I is. It's all the happening. fucking wrestling podcasts I listen to call them PLEs now, and I'm like, what are you? That it's his, not that his name is Walter. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Gunther at me. <laughs> Thank you to Valerie W, Trigger Harpy, Tufster McGee, the Master DS, Sylvie Bullet, so nasty. Ratata. Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Reliet, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Old Petey, MJ Jenny, Minoan Chomsky, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Looker and Nanu, Lenini, don't you be a meanie, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Electric Gaunt, Ducky Aisha, Derek, Great Big Sword, David Besser Rhymes with Lesser, Chris, hey bro, hey Chris, Thank thank you for for in in a homeroom in seventh grade saying hey bro you got to hear this shit and playing Dio's Rainbow in the Dark for me yeah I still and you were I like hey that. bro that's a cool thing to say to your friends I'm <laughs> that's save a that cool, forever that's a, that's a cool way to address one of your friends yeah all right Caroline Savage Brianna Big Titty Goth Trad Wife Audrey Olson Anna XV Andres Gonzalez Alex Moomin Aditya Kumar Sarah and Blair Roy Paul Bechtel Patrick Gallagher Neve Noel Williams Kush Bayou Star Josh Veal Josh Veal Elliot Valentine, Jesse Hawk, Curse Goat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio. Beep. I I didn't hear it, but I know it was there. I yeah, felt it. it was small. And Alex Shout, thank you for your generous donations. Thank you. Um, and thank you for giving me some new shit to listen to. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm gonna do that now. I gotta I gotta get my pages open and figure out. Sure. Yeah. 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 Where I am. Uh. So. Uh. This. What I have for you is I. I I have an, an extensive list of stuff that like I've never listened to this person. Yes, and I try I tried it, which is a very normal way to to like listen to new music, is being like, well, what's something I haven't listened to yet that isn't exactly like some similar to something we've done recently. Yeah, you know? I'm all. I think we found the most normal way to mm-hmm. engage with music so far. So I am going to uh, pick for you the fourth studio album by this. And you're not going to believe this, British singer. Okay. So, okay. So I'll, I'll give. Are you we a listening little... to fucking Galloway Girl? I I you have to remember. I need to listen to the album too. So right. No, that's always not... yeah. That's always. I have so many things where I'm like, oh this I this would make Eddie so mad. And then oh hang on hang on hang on. I would have to do this as well. Uh, I'll say that the the genres that have been kind of uh you know like attached to this album 
Certainly. are electropop, experimental pop, and hyperpop. So. Uh, I don't know. Is fucking, was Avicii British? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we are doing the fourth studio album by British singer Charlie XCX, which is called How I'm Feeling Now. Oh, that's another, that's another person that I don't know anything about. Exactly, I, right? You see my, you see my, my thought process here. Yeah, I, um, I went and saw a Bottoms film, uh, mm-hmm. in theaters and mm-hmm. enjoyed it and had a pleasant time. And I think, I think Charlie, uh, uh, is it, no, that's not, that's not correct Roman numerals at all. Mm-hmm. There's a different um, Charlie in there. Charlie Brown didn't have hose, if that's what you're thinking about. Well, I was like, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to do the math, but like that does, that's <sighs> not anything. It's like mm-hmm. 10 plus 90 like that's not how you do 100 you just do c um but uh yeah i think i think she did music for bottoms so thank mm-hmm. you for uh thank you for doing that as well uh, the i feel like the thing that this album is like most famous for other than the the songs being good is that it was when uh remember remember uh the covid19 pandemic yes uh she made this in like uh, two weeks or something during covid so okay that's kind of cool. If to to go back to a to a simpler, more uh, you know. Oh, I've seen time. I've seen I've seen this cover image. I think mm-hmm. this I think many 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 girlies in 2020 had this as like their their profile picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I I am no expert in in the the genre, right? But I feel like at my age, which speaking of. Just to go on a tangent for a second, in my classes, I do I did a Jeopardy thing, and one of the five hundred point questions was about me, and it said, "How old am I?" <laughs> and I had kids like guessing it, and one uh, one girl she goes like, "He could be like thirty two or something," and another girl goes, "Thirty two is crazy." <laughs> so uh, that's cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I remember when I was a master student, I had a very fun game of like, "Yeah, how old do you think I am?" Mm-hmm. And then I got some answers that made me stop doing that game. Mm-hmm. But it was um, fun for a while. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, this is, like, what I believe to be, like, baby's first hyper pop. Where sure. if, if you like this, then you can probably get into, like, the actual shit. You know? Not, yeah, not yeah, as, yeah. like, a, 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 like, anything against this album. But if it's, like, if you're cool with this, you may also like, you know, so. Right. Um. Yeah, so I, I think it's good. Oh, shit, I spoiled it. All right. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, uh, I I won't remember that. So no one listened uh, to. I don't remember now. what we say on the show, so that'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's in two weeks. Uh. Next week we are talking about anime boys running. Yeah. They have problems and so on. Mm-hmm. They have themes and going on in their life. Look out on the Patreon for Practical Magician, my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card, coming <laughs> some, sometime this week. So look out for that. Uh-huh. Uh. Use practicalization you. to evolve him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Ozzy. Thank you, Geezer. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Drummer. Sorry. Thank you to all the wrestlers who appeared on the weakest link and defeated that evil woman. <laughs> mm. Thank, thank you to Ronnie James Dio as well, and thank we, you to Harmonix for putting together Guitar Hero. And and um, I can I also tell you that at the time, uh, as as another thing of being like a young teenager, and Guitar Hero, uh, rocks the eighties came out. That was the first time in my life I had to put like a price, like a value proposition on like a product I was gonna buy. Oh yeah, same. Because I, I was like, "There's not like that much. There's not that many songs in it, and this shit's forty dollars. Only thirty, and it's fucking yeah. And yeah, that was the first. I, I was old enough to like have uh like mowing the lawn money mm-hmm. that I could put towards it. 
Mm. And I was like, surely, 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 once you get through with Play With Me Extreme, the 30th song on the track, surely they will have secrets bonus songs yeah like like they had in the first one where it was all like those like the bands from the people who work there or like... they had trogdor on there it was cool yeah they guitar, had and then the second Hero... one they had they had thunder horse death clock like it was awesome so good but rocks the 80s oh, you can play with me is, is good but like I'll it's get, good you know. but it's it's not it's not jordan buckethead good it's not 40 dollars good i'll tell you that much i'll tell you that much oh my god what i wouldn't do with that 30 dollars 40 dollars right now Forget that would be it. like 260 dollars right now yeah if we just held on to it because that's Fuck. how money works you know yeah, well, it's, it's like they say, hold on loosely, but don't let go. But don't let go, exactly. Uh, Semper Funny. <laughs> Give me some reggae. Give me and, some reggae. Uh, uh, Dio, spin that shit. Dio Ozzy, spin that shit. Bye. All aboard. Ha 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 ha.